Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Good morning, good every day or good all day to everyone and even into the evening. I'm so glad to be back. It's Wednesday and time for the Higher Self Voice. And this week, I'm going to be bringing you two healings. I've had two requests. One was from Karen and one was for, from Henry. Uh, we accidentally got the name wrong when we posted the, when we posted the show Um I take the credit for the error. I misspoke when I talked to my assistant. So anyway, today is Henry and Karen. So meanwhile, I didn't get any feedback from my show last week. However, my private sessions and other times that I do the work have really started to shift. And I'm wondering if it's happening for some of you. I'm finding, first of all, that there's a lot more discussion. The higher selves are coming in. It's like this is the topic of the hour or the now or whatever you wanted to or want to look at it. I'm getting a lot of, not everyone listens to the show, uh, <laughs> of course. So when I have a private session, if those people haven't been coming to my meetups or not listening to the show, and they don't know the latest expansion on the information, it's coming out in the in the sessions. I'm not sure how it's going to go with Karen and and Henry, but uh, the, the fact of the matter is Karen does listen to the show, so I am thinking it may not come out with hers, but it may, because it bears repeating. Uh, there's just, in the last few weeks, I know I haven't done giving you information every week. There's been just some weeks where I did healing or it was dark. But the last few weeks, some very, very expanded, very important information has come out. And I'm utilizing it as much as I can as I've spoken about. um, You know, I speak about it every week practically. uh, Because when I give you guys new information, you you have to be sure that I'm using it too or I wouldn't know what's happening. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any feedback for you. Unfortunately, I don't have years of feedback because some of this information, even though I knew it years ago, I didn't have context. I didn't take it in at that knowing level. And now as I go through a lot of the information from Joan Culpepper and see the stuff that not only was I there when she gave it out the first time, but I also transcribed the tape. I I just didn't take it in at that knowing level. Now, with the context, with the experience, with all the work that I've done, I can hear it, feel it, sense it, and move right into that full understanding, or maybe not even full, but it's certainly fuller than it was. <laughs> I know we just keep expanding, so maybe next week or next year, I'm going to get a whole nother expansion on it, which, of course, I will share with everyone. Uh, But I am finding, as I started to say, it's coming out in these private sessions, especially 
with those who haven't heard it before. Because it's relatively new, I do expect it to come out in some sort of review, some sort of um, reinforcement or, you know, to truly, to really get it home to each of you. It is very important information. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to really understand it. But I, doing the healing, am bringing it in, will be bringing it into both the healings and the healings themselves have changed as a result. I'm just really curious to see how it all unfolds, not only today, but as the weeks go by. I'm, I'm just very curious. It's, it's this period of expansion, and we don't really see what's around the corner. We just have to go with the flow and know that we're on the path and, you know, have a bit of, you know, maybe even anticipation and excitement as to where it will go. I, I, I find that I no longer dread it or worry I just am excited to see how the expansion is. Of course, I have done a lot of dread and worry in my day, so trust me, I understand anyone who might feel that way. And in other times in my life, I'm sure there's dread and worry that still hangs around. I, I'm certainly not clear at the energetic level as yet. And when I do feel those things, it becomes the opportunity, don't you know? And I hope it is for all of you to actually get in and do the work. Keep in mind, we are in superhero school. We cannot, we have to learn to swim, guys. And we, need, we, we have to learn to swim as best we can if we want to save a drowning man. And we need to go through the steps of the process. We need, to, and they're baby steps. And each moment, each week, each uh, time we focus our attention to try to take in and own and become one with to, to, um, accept ourselves at that level so that tomorrow, next week, we can move and accept ourselves and move up into another level. It's a step-by-step process. There is no prize at the end and there's for, for winning, getting there faster than anyone else. And there's also no booby prize, guys. No booby prize for getting there the last one we, because there really isn't. It isn't about first and last. It's about each individual journey, as you all know, and I'm saying mostly what you guys, I'm talking to the choir, I am thinking here. But this is what's coming up for me. I do amalgamate before I start, and I follow the flow of my thoughts on the show because I am in that state of amalgamation. In any case... I want to just let people know that I have two websites. I have HigherSelfVoice.com or JanetRichmond.com. That takes you to the same website. I also have one, JanetRichmond.net. And this one was set up because it's, it's specifically for media orientation because I, I think I told you guys that I hired that woman. Um, if I didn't, I'm sorry, but... I can't remember who I've told what to most of the time. Anyway, I hired that this woman who was the producer of the first television show I went on back in, oh gosh, was it January? I can't remember if it was January or February. Anyway, she thought I, she didn't know it was my first time until I got there, but she thought, you know, I did really great for the first time, but I needed to just become a little bit more media savvy. And the, we had a long talk about it and I, talk to my kids, and basically to move up another level, we decided, because it, it's not about it's not about becoming famous. It's not about bragging rights. Oh, I've been on TV. It's about 
reaching more people in the world. It's about reaching as many people globally to send the message that, hey, we're really okay. And not only that, guess what? <laughs> we, we have every right to have all the lives, the lives that we want, and we, we, carry, we, we come well-equipped become well-equipped for those lives. And so I want to get those messages out, and I do it as much as I can. And so my daughter, who has a great deal of wisdom, she said, you know, Mom, really, if you want to get going at the higher level and reaching more people, the media is going to be a big part of it. So she really recommended that I do it. And so I, I did, and we started a whole new website related to that because the gal that I hired is being a producer. She has connections with other producers all around the country, and she sends this sends out this this website uh, cues them to this website because it's related to media. So you'll see <laughs> you'll see it's very related to media. It shows all the the stations I've been on and that sort of thing. And it's just because she said a producer has about you know, 30 seconds a minute to look at what you send and either they see that you're professional and go with it or they don't. So that's the scoop and it's been really fun. I've been getting a lot of practice as I've shared with you going to these various TV stations. The host for the most part, not for the most part, really across the board, the hosts have been fabulous. The staff in the stations have been so uh, really nice and helpful. I've just had nothing but good experiences. I'm still fresh out of the gate. I'm still <laughs> barely new at it, getting practice, because no two shows are the same. And until you've done quite a few shows, it, it doesn't become sort of automatic that you can just shift your focus and, and change what you're saying and all of that really easy without even thinking about it, just because the host decides, well, we're not going to talk on that topic. We're going to talk on something else. They don't let you know up front, and they just blurb out whatever they want and or something like that and so it's just been it's been a pleasure and it's been a learning curve that I've really enjoyed so in any case the 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 other thing so I have these two websites the other thing though is that I am about to start my own radio video radio video to radio show so it's a radio show that streams live on the internet but it's also video so it's got the visual side and that starts june 21st and i go 13 weeks till i believe it's september 16th i want to say i can't remember exactly the 13th maybe september 13th i think it is yeah anyway so you will be hearing more about that from me. I am not stopping my radio show. I love this show. It is a challenge for me. It is an opportunity for me. It's a community I've built, and I'm just absolutely would never stop this radio show. So anyway, that's a little bit of what's going on with me, and I hope all of you are doing well. Just remember, if you want to request a healing or if you have questions about any of the information I've brought in or comments or, you know, positive, negative, or neutral, whatever, whatever, please send me feedback. My email is Janet at JanetRichmond.com or, yeah, that's fine, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. So please, I'd love to hear from you. I did not get any feedback from last week, which I did on 
listening to our higher selves and really owning who we are, accepting who we are, loving who we are, and understanding why it's difficult to pull information in from the higher selves as opposed to an external source because the higher selves are carried within. I didn't hear anything back, but I'm not sure that I really would have expected it, at least not yet, because I think people need to work with that information. If you haven't heard that show, I recommend that you listen to it. I have gotten some just feedback how that people loved it, but that's to me, I wanted a little bit more how they experienced it or how they when they've worked with it, you know, that kind of thing. So people have said they love the show. I thought it was really good. I'm just telling you, okay. <laughs> Because it meant a lot to me when I came across that information and answered a lot of my questions why it's been so difficult for me over the years. For you all, it will be easier because the frequency in the, on the planet and in the universe is going up exponentially. I've explained this often because the originating source is getting ready to make its own evolutionary jump forward, and so it is speeding up, and it pulls every soul aspect, which is the totality of the universe, known and unknown, it pulls us all with it. So we are speeding up really quickly, and I see so many people around me moving very quickly into higher uh, levels of understanding, higher levels of insight and and intuition, and uh, just in every way unfolding faster and faster. So the, the that's the good news is that you all of us will be able to move forward fairly quickly in any case now and i do have two callers i'm wondering if maybe one is karen and one is henry i have 0627 and 8292 um, i won't pick up unless you put the number or whatever and you want to come on on the on the mic but I'm going to do the two healings back to back, and then I'm going to stop. And if either one of you is Karen or Henry, please feel free to put the mic and we'll talk at the end. <clears throat> Hopefully we'll have time. I'm not sure where, the, where these are going to go. But in any case, we're going to begin today with Karen. Now, she's had healings in the past. I'm not sure if you all remember, but keep in mind that with each healing, each and every listener can be working on themselves related to that healing. This is very important for you to understand because this, this shows it can be a giant healing event in your life simply by moving into the energies and allowing yourself to release and clear and neutralize the same underlying elements that we find in Karen or Henry. So the the idea is this, that if Karen, and I use this example all the time, if Karen has as part of her pattern underlying shame, doesn't matter where it came from, what lives or what type of lives or what the details are about that shame for her, each and every one of you can also be releasing shame. And this is important because it's more than information, and it's more than an individual healing. This is really an opportunity for every listener to become the active participant in their own lives and use this as an opportunity. Hey, if you're listening to this either live or as a podcast anyway, why not not only listen to it for information, but listen to it to start to get some of those energetic layers off by doing the healing yourself. Okay, so <clears throat> I want everyone to... Quiet your minds. 
Excuse me, I have to get some water here. All this talking, don't you know? <laughs> okay. I want you all to quiet your mind, get comfortable, take a few deep breaths. And the first thing that we're going to do, and I want everyone to do it, it's going to be for Karen and, and Henry and myself and all the listeners, past, present, and future. We are going to be moving into that pure soul essence energy, understanding that this is who we truly are, each and every soul from the lowest, lowest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved being has a true pure soul essence. And this pure soul essence is everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. It is this divine energy that does the work. It is absolutely powerful but it is divine in nature, and therefore we do need to invite it in. You've heard me say that over and over again, and I want each and every one of you to focus, perhaps on the divine sun within. Uh, That's a good symbol. I love to use that one. Whatever or however you envision it, I want you to focus on that symbol or the energy itself, keeping in mind that a symbol isn't what's important. It's what's behind the symbol, what it represents. And we use symbols simply to help us focus our attention. So we're focusing on it. I'm focusing on the internal sun. And I'm asking that we all begin to expand it and move it in through and around the totality of who we are. And in this way, it is encompassing our physical body. It's encompassing the totality, the etheric body or bodies, and the totality of the soul process from the time we first were expressed as minerals, in, and also um, all the evolutionary journey as plants, animals, and humans. And then, of course, through and into the graduation, into the fifth dimensional realm and beyond, because now that we've been returned as volunteers carrying the dual soul nature, just as a reminder, we have expanded into the energetic field of the sixth dimension as well. We have not yet graduated there because the totality of the soul process does need to be within the fifth dimension. And since we are still holding part of our essence here, that true soul essence here in the human kingdom, carrying that facade soul, we are um, not graduating into the sixth, but we don't get punished or we don't, uh, we're not at a disadvantage because we're here. As a matter of fact, we have extended the sixth dimensional frequency as a result of all the work we've done for these billions and billions of years. So I'm explaining all this for you to understand that as we move this pure soul essence in through and around the totality of the soul process, feel the energy, feel the expansion, and understand that it's encompassing the totality of who you are. This includes your higher selves. They are present as part of your soul process. Keep in mind that our higher selves are us. They are who we are at that soul level. It is part of what is taking on the pure soul essence energy. They are present 24-7 because they're us. They aren't separated. 
there was a time, and I'm sure I've spoken to you about it, where I saw them as external quite a bit, and then at some point I was able to move to the idea that they were internal, and I found myself going back and forth uh, from time to time, And but now they're very solidly in place within I have finally, and it took me time, of course, for you guys, it'll probably take a week if you aren't already there yet. But for me, it did take a number of years, years and years to really move into the knowingness and sensing the internal uh, nature of my uh, true soul essence and of the higher self. So I want to you to understand that we are standing here and because we are one with the totality of the soul process, we are in essence also standing within that forever now moment. Just in case you guys were wondering where that went, you have it in consciousness, you you understand now, the higher self have moved on, but from time to time, a reminder that by becoming one with the totality of the soul process, we are in essence activating the forever now moment for we are bringing in the total soul process into the healing. And for the most part, it is the facade human soul that we are working on, that we are healing. The <clears throat> This is the part of us that came in at the very highest frequency level of human when we returned as volunteers, but it was inexperienced. And as a result, as we move through the many, many lives that we have, the eons and eons of lives, in fact, this sad soul took on the same misunderstandings, misconceptions, misinterpretations as did as we did when we were moving into the human kingdom for the first time and as the humanities currently do. So we are carrying as many soul scrambles, as many difficulties, as many. However, we do carry the true soul essence um, and we also are at the highest frequency at the human, and therefore we do also carry tremendous wisdom and understanding. We have the ability to tap into that, and this is one of the reasons, one of the focuses of the show to facilitate and enable all of us to figure out just how to tap into what we are because we are so much more than we think we are. We are caught up in our viewpoints of the self, our experiences. We define ourselves based on our um, what we bring in in the life pattern. And it is this can be so, so difficult for us. And this is what I want to help everyone move past the viewpoints, the self-identities, the um the limited belief systems, the limiters, the judgments, and all of these things that hold us stuck. Uh, really, that is, you know, such an important point of this show. And again, we do it step by step, and we want to get to the place where we can swim so that we can help others that are drowning. And that's that's really what the superhero school is all about, what I have been trying to help you with, especially this year, 2016, when I started with a superhero, with a fifth dimensional information. Whether you're fifth dimensional or not, or whether you know you are or not, it makes no difference. If you're drawn and resonating to the show, it is absolutely something for you to hear. And there'll be 
ideas or concepts or techniques that you'll pick up that anyone can use. These, these, the techniques, what I teach is not limited to any group. There's no elitism here. There's no ego here. I am just sharing with you and owning the, the body of knowledge that I have taken on many years ago and continue to expand uh, beyond what I, what I learned years ago. And I just really want to bring it to you all, but it's not about being elite. It is about becoming all that we are and tapping into the unlimited nature that we carry. In any case, so we are all standing almost as beacons of light, full on in this, fully encased in this bright, pure soul essence energy. And I see symbolically all of us standing around that, that the rim of that wheel, which has sort of I thought was going to be disappearing forever, but it's back. I love it. Uh, It feels like old home week to have it back. And we're all standing around this, this symbolic rim of a wagon wheel. And we're all beacons. And the beacons go above the wheel and below the wheel, representing the different frequency levels that we uh, have experienced We've moved from a very dense frequency level as minerals on up into the sixth dimensional frequency level. And we're carrying all of it within this beautiful beacon of light. Uh, I see us standing on the rim. The rim is about where we are now as the facade humans. And we're all, it's just brilliant. And the interesting thing is the tops of the, of all of our beacons are extending way up, way beyond my visual field. And it's as if, you know, when you look at the tracks on a train, if you go out in the distance enough, it's like they've connected, like they become one, they're parallel for a while, and then they start to merge. Well, it's the same way with these beacons. It's as if all of them are moving way up and they're all parallel. But as I look up, the symbolic picture is that they've merged at the top. So it's creating like a pointy hat or something of all of our lights and the same thing is being happening below us and what I like is at this point the higher selves are having us move this symbolic image that is very real energy of all of us including Karen and Henry it's moving us into the that diamond those two pyramids based to four-sided pyramids based to base that that energetic diamond that can be as big as it needs to be it is symbolic of the originating source of all there is it contains the totality of all the aspects and elements of the originating source it is beautiful it is shimmering it's unlimited it is absolutely powerful and by moving this whole group into this diamond this whole community It's a powerful, powerful, powerful image and a powerful place to be working from. I'm absolutely, I can just feel the energy is so intense. And also by moving all of us at that pure soul essence level into the symbolic originating source, the fact of the matter is this is our way of cooperating, working with the originating source energy. Remember, it's that endless resource we are connected to 24-7. By moving into the center of it is our way of giving permission that we want our own personal pure soul essence to work directly and cooperate with the divine energies uh, or resource of the originating source 
itself, and it is just incredible power. I love working on the radio because I feel the intense brilliance, the intense power that we all carry. And I don't mean power in a negative sense. We're not going to try to rule the world or manipulate anyone or use anyone to some sort of advantage or, you know, do any controlling. This is pure and most perfect and most potent point of power where we can really change ourselves and change the world. Now, at this point, what I'm seeing is that the Rainbow Bridge was activated without my even asking for it. It just came in right away. It's created two uh, platforms in the middle. Uh, Karen is on one, and so is Henry. He's on the other. Um, I don't know why they brought them in simultaneously, but that's what I what they're indicating here, and that's just fine. Um, I do want you to understand that I think I said it, but I want you to understand that your true soul essence is here. It's part of that soul process. So that fifth dimensional slash sixth dimensional frequency level is here. It is part of us. Uh, I do happen to have a symbol for it, and I'm activating mine. Uh, I encourage you to activate yours. Of course, it was already there. It was already present along with the higher self, but it is, for me, I just really connect on some very deep level and am able to tap into at some very deep level the information and the energy that 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 is provided or that I have access to. Remember, if we aren't going within, we aren't personalizing the originating source energy in the proper way. So each and every one of you, I'm encouraging you to go within in your own way. But for me, that true soul essence energy is is incredible and it helps me just tap right into that inner sense of accepting and owning and being and tapping into all that I am. And so I'm encouraging you, if you feel to do that, to go ahead and do it. But right now I am seeing Karen and Henry uh, on these platforms. They are fully amalgamated. They're standing here fully engulfed in their own beautiful, brilliant light. I'm just trying to see which one. Uh, I do believe that Karen is going to be the first one, and I did forget to read you what she wanted, so I'm just going to tell you briefly that she's still stuck. She feels feels she's blocking her abundance, and she feels she's still in some sort of rut. A lot of things have happened, which I won't go into, that wreck havoc with her finances, And she's also getting really sick of complaining about money. She just wants the pattern to shift. And she also uh, is trying, she just, she feels like she's on that hamster wheel and she's been trying what she can do to to move off it. And she also was wondering, because she has recently come into awareness that she could still be carrying grief from her mother's death when she was 21. And she wonders if that's a part of the, issue with her financial lack of financial abundance so that's karen and i will go over henry's when i get to henry because i had karen came up first here okay so we have karen i'm seeing her on one of the platforms she just for me happens to be on my left from from my perspective but anyway if you all are ones that can tune in then then you'll see it and however you do see it Okay. 
Okay, what I'm seeing for for Karen is this picture of her in a small space, or Karen, I don't know if you're on, I always run into this issue. Do I say you for Karen or her? So I'm probably will go back and forth. But right now, Karen, I see you in this incredibly small space. You are, it's kind of like in a closet. And the closet has has a ceiling, okay? And and yet, even though it has a ceiling, in some ways you think, because it's a closet, and because it has a ceiling, in some ways you think it would feel safe. But in fact, what I'm seeing, Karen, is a... It's as if you can feel or sense when something is being coming down on you from a top and you duck, even though there's a wall there or a ceiling there, something is coming zooming in like it's going to hit the, the, the top of the closet and, or hit you and you duck because you can hear the noise or you can sense the, uh, the approach of something terrible and you duck. And it's just so interesting because you have built this closet You've built this sort of safety net uh, or place to stay safe, but you're still as afraid as you ever were because it doesn't, it doesn't really, and part of you doesn't knows that it's really not going to keep you safe. Part of you knows that you're still vulnerable, even though you've, you've, you've narrowed your world, so to speak, into this very safe kind of closet. And, you still can hear everything coming from outside. And so whether anything really touches you or not, you're still as scared as if it was hitting you each time. And so I want you to begin there, Karen, and, and we're going to do this a little different way. I want you to call on uh, divine clarity, clarity of vision and expanded understanding. And I want you to move that energy, activating it within your own pure soul essence, empowering it with more energy, more of that energy from the originating source. And I want you to just expand that energy in through and around, in through and around the totality of who you are, but especially in through and around the symbolic closet. And Okay, what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling, and this is something new that's just come up for me, it's as if the energy is actually translating for you the understanding of what's happening. You're getting the explanation from this divine energy that you're tapping into your own divine energy empowered by that of the originating source. It is translating for you uh, what is what is happening. It is talking to you it is enabling you to and and what's happening is okay let me see if i can get more of what it's saying but the fact of the matter is i see you standing up it's as if you've gotten out of that ducking posture because that's where you kept going and you're now standing up and you're listening to the energy it's bringing some clarity to you some expanded understanding and so it's not only doing that, but it's also we're also asking that it neutralize the fear uh, and the misunderstandings and the confusions behind the fear. Because we don't build closets for ourselves or boxes for ourselves or limit ourselves for no reason. We do it because of real experiences we've gone through in so many lifetimes. And so the... The, we want to neutralize the energetics, but we also want to understand and clean up or clarify uh, 
bringing into the knowing level why we built those closets in the beginning, why they're there, what have we done, what, how, what have we experienced, uh, what are the false beliefs, where have we misinterpreted the events around us so that we felt the answer was to move into this closet. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is really interesting, Karen, and I'm... I just want to focus in a little bit, but you're standing up and it's as if the closet is getting bigger. It's as if the, the understanding is moving in. It's not anything I'm saying. It's what you're bringing to yourself, which is great. But let me see, just so that I can bring to the conscious mind, let me see what, uh, what, I, what they're saying, if I can. It's just, it's just so interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, it's as if they're unfolding uh, an understanding to you about fear, it, relating it to actual events where there were actual events where being under cover, being in a shelter helped with actual physical attacks, perhaps. Maybe there was a, a raiding army that would come in and would be after you uh, with sword or uh, shotgun or whatever, um, whatever the, the weapons of choice were and whatever those lives. And being in some sort of shelter, the more solid it was, the more safe you would be. So they, they're, they're kind of explaining that this is one kind of fear of the physical attack but and physical um, a p- possible physical harm. But what happens is we also have uh, used the box in ways that are protecting us from uh, emotional attack, uh, psychological attack, just any kind of verbal attack or judgments and we've we've reacted in the same way to hide to avoid to get away from the possibility and the more those things happen and if we found ways to hide or ways to protect ourselves by moving into some sort of safe kind of box they're explaining uh in their own way and i'm just putting words around but it's it's not this it's not exactly this i'm trying to put words around it it's much more expanded than this, trust me. Um, but in any case, the the effect when we do that sort of thing, okay, wait a minute, let me just, they're giving you, I, I would say they're calling, I, I see like divine courage coming in here and the divine understanding, of course, is here. And there's a an element of, um, there's an element of vulnerability that seems to be really moving out, really being dissipated. There's a sense now of you understand them that you misunderstood a lot. Oh God, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time with the words here, kiddo. But you're doing a good job. It's the the whole idea of fear and vulnerability is really being released because you understand that it isn't. If somebody attacks you verbally or psychologically or emotionally or whatever, that 
you have choice as to whether you take it in, how you feel it, whether you feel threatened or not. And so their explanation of this, that, that nobody can hurt you, nobody can um, uh, damage you, nobody can um, manipulate or control you, nobody can, can do anything to you. I mean, physical is, is a little bit different issue, but we're talking now on those judgments and those attacks and those criticisms and those, uh, that kind of thing that nobody can really hurt you unless you allow it and you got it at some level and as a result it allowed you to really release the fear of being vulnerable the fear of attack the fear of all of this stuff the the, the other part of it is uh, of course they were explaining that you are no longer part of a war-torn country uh, there isn't a situation where you're going to have a raid from the neighboring village you know, San Diego isn't going to come up and attack L.A. And so the, the, you, it was much easier for you to release early on, and I didn't say it, but it was happening, the idea of needing to be in a shelter physically because of probable attacks that you've experienced over time. So that was released easily. What was more difficult was the, the idea of the verbal attack, the, the, um, the judgment, the putting you down and making you feel small and you, but you understood and as the higher selves are translating, uh, you really understood, you took it in that, oh my gosh, it is up to me. And you took that in at the knowing level. And so I see you just absolutely that vulnerability and all those fears and the need to be in that other type of box Although in your mind and your description, and I've used similar one often, the idea of the rat wheel, that is uh, also beginning to completely dissipate. The walls of this closet have just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. The closet itself is filled with your light. The I, I want you to just focus on pulsing the light to uh, out into the closet walls, knowing that those are the belief systems, the self-identities, the misunderstandings, the hurts, the wounds, and everything. And what's coming up, I do see the grief that you carried from your mom. It is a piece of it here. It is not the whole thing. I'm glad you mentioned it. It is definitely coming up. I want to call in uh, divine joy and divine love of the self and divine acceptance of the self. And I want those to also be pulsing throughout, filling this symbolic closet, which just doesn't feel like a closet to me anymore. It is very expanded. It's as if it's a a big mansion. Of course, it doesn't have a lot of rooms in it, just this one room, but it's really big. And because it's expanded, just the walls have gotten very thin. They aren't that those sort of thick uh entrenched kind of feeling walls that they started they started out with even those weren't helping you because you kept ducking every time you know every time there was this something coming at you and a lot of it too was your imagination uh believing because you've had eons of criticism eons of attack eons of judgment coming at you and feeling like a failure and feeling like you weren't you know you can't cut it and you can't you know you can't meet the uh, your own expectations for yourself, you would imagine it coming in even when it wasn't. 
you would misinterpret what, even when it wasn't meant, meant that way, and that's what we all do. And as a result, you've just all this light, you're taking it in, you're directing it from your own pure soul essence, and you are utilizing that light to both empower you, to translate and help you understand at the deeper levels what's been going on so that you can then move past it. And it's also neutralizing the energetics. We always want to address those energetics. We, until we're absolutely clear, that process needs to be ongoing because they have magnetic energy. They have energy that, that keeps drawing in and helping to manifest whatever we uh, are, whatever, you know, our out, outer reality mirrors what we carry at the energetic level. And the more we neutralize and dissolve at the energetic level, that, that it carries, especially those low-density, low-frequency uh, belief systems and thoughts and all of that, we're going to begin to manifest much better lives for ourselves. Now, I do want to call in divine abundance. Okay, oh my God, this is coming in. I'm feeling it as a surrogate for you. I'm feeling it move in through and around. It went right down to the root chakra. It went permeated the totality of you physically and is continuing to expand and permeate the totality of who you are, uh, especially at that human facade level. That divine abundance, too, does not represent just finance. It represents the abundance of every aspect of your life. It doesn't not in your highest ideal, we're not talking abundance of weight or something, so you're going to become more, you know, come overweight or anything. It's not any kind of negative abundance. It is an abundance, uh, abundance of joy, abundance of talent, abundance of insight, abundance of knowledge, abundance of acceptance of the self, just abundance at the highest level in all areas. Okay, I'm just watching it because it's. It's doing its number. Um, this closet was very much a part of the restriction around the finances. Because it kept your focus of attention away from the purity of who you are. You were constantly looking outward what was going to attack you, what was going to judge you, what was going to hurt you. And when we have the focus of attention, focus, you know, going out external instead of in and working toward our own uh, connection and acceptance and self-love and self-worth, as long as we're focusing outward, we are unable to move past these boxes very quickly, very easily, uh, because we're not utilizing our purest, most perfect, most personal, and most potent point of power, that pure soul essence. And again, the higher selves are getting a plug in here to continually move within. It doesn't mean we, we, we have to have external focus. That's the way life is. But when we have the opportunity, even if it's for 15 or 30 seconds, uh, two or three minutes, by continually bringing the focus of attention into that pure soul essence and becoming one with it and the originating source, if that's all you did many times a day, you're creating that imprint, the imprint in the habit body 
that's going to be deeper and deeper and deeper and that those deep imprints uh, in the habit body, the energy of that habit body is energy to impel us to action. And so we will be impelled to do it more and more. We will be, <laughs> the more we do it, the more we'll do it. So there, the higher selves are coming in and making sure that, that I say this and repeat this for you, Karen, and for everyone. The, it is not that you can't focus your attention outward, but be aware every time you focus your attention outward, we are not putting the focus of attention inward. And this box that you built, this closet that you built, created a situation in your life where the focus of attention was always outward. This is what we all do. You are not alone in this. This is part of the human condition. And the higher selves are being really clear that what you've done today is that you have uh, really expanded and moved that and neutralize so much of the energetics of this hamster wheel or of this closet that you you have much more space now to focus within and the divine abundance is coming to help you and it's coming to um, help to bring that abundance straight into your life pattern okay I'm just watching the energy work. It's so powerful. It's almost like you're in a state of, in, in a coma. It is just so powerful and you're cooperating so brilliantly with the energy that you're just allowing it to work. There's an element here of, okay, so part of what it's working on and part of what it successfully worked on is self-doubt because self-doubt when we are building these closets or whatever it is, walls around us, these boxes around us, when we're on those rat wheels, we feel helpless and hopeless. We feel like we're out of control and there's nothing we can do to shift it and change it. And so that that element is just, you know, that powerlessness, you know, there's so much self-doubt. If you can't do anything about it, you know, you just start to feel, who am I? Why can't I change this? What's the matter with me? And, and we start to, you know, we are our own best critics. And so we start to dump on ourselves as well. And that self-doubt is absolutely pervasive in the human kingdom. It was my biggest, biggest issue. Right from the get-go, the higher self told me, self-doubt is my biggest issue. And sure enough, I've been working on it all these years, and it's really moved. I mean, I, the good news with these things is we don't have to get rid of 100% before we see any change. But the more you work on it, the more you release it, the more you let it go, the more you uh, dissolve it and, and, and neutralize it, the more your life changes. So... What I'm seeing here is a real shift in that sense of self-doubt. There's a sense of knowing here who you are. There's a sense of connecting with your abilities. There's, there is a real growth and expansion around this at the inner levels. And I don't know if you feel it or sense it the conscious mind, Karen, or whether you will in a day or a week or a month or what, but it is definitely coming in very strongly, and I want to call that in again. Let's activate that uh, proper or divine confidence, divine 
worth, divine value, um, divine inner strength, divine connection with yourself and all of who you are and divine acceptance and divine love and divine forgiveness. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, when I said divine acceptance, I really felt this powerful surge. Um, I think because I know you, I know how ready you are to move into deeper levels of acceptance. It's been, it feels like it's been very much a part of your journey, not only unconsciously, but consciously to really discover all that you are to to move into that self-acceptance and so when I said divine acceptance and I was kind of just throwing the energies in there I saw this surge because it's you are allowing that in in a very big way and as it moves out as it pulses out in through and around it's doing neutralizing of all the the energies that are not like it that block it that in some way limit that energy so it's doing a lot of neutralizing and it's filling you up and I feel I feel like your higher selves just moved right inside and they're you've given them full-on permission just keep in mind if you're giving yourself permission at the higher energetic levels to move in and you're utilizing all that you are at those higher levels. And it's very powerful, Karen, and I'm very excited. Um, I just feel that higher self energy. It was already there, but it's as if just symbolically or um, visually, I'm sensing and picking up this sense of they kind of step forward. And it's because you are saying, okay, to yourself, there's an acceptance here of your and an ownership of your yourself at the higher levels again i don't know if you're experiencing it consciously but because i'm seeing it it feels really good and i know that it's it's present and maybe it's going to need some time to move up into that conscious mind and in order to facilitate it i'm going to ask the higher self create those pathways for you to pick up and sense yourself at the highest at the higher frequency levels the higher selves have often said to us, if you have the question, you have an, the answer. And I'm going to encourage you and all the listeners to uh, absolutely go within. And if you have a question, you have a concern, you have a difficulty, you have whatever it is, I want you to go within and work with your own inner true soul essence and the totality of who you are uh, at the soul level all the way up into the six dimensional aspects move in, put the focus within, that is where, again, we carry the purest, most perfect, most potent, and most personal point of power. It is the key. It is absolutely the key, and I can't encourage anybody, can't encourage you guys more to do this, whether it's a few seconds every now and then through your day, minute or two, wherever you find the moments of time. And I've been silly what I um, give you opportunities to do. You know, you're cutting your toenails, okay? Okay, it takes a little while. It's sort of a mindless job. You go ahead, move in. 
just focus on that pure soul essence and send it through your body. If you're working on a body part, whether you're cutting your toenails or bandaging some wound that you have or shaving your legs or if you're female, maybe, or a male, I don't know, uh, whatever, whatever you're doing on the physical body, that's a good time to bring in divine perfect health, divine physical body, whatever. Um, use your imaginations. Remember, you're not limited. It's not about being right or wrong. If you move into that place, whatever you say is going to be brought in at the very highest level. It's never going to hurt or harm you. Okay, and with that, I'm leaving the image of Karen fully one with her own fifth dimensional, uh, her own true soul essence, her own higher self standing as she has given permission for them to move into her life pattern. It is a very powerful symbol and I'm very excited for, for you, Karen. Now I'm going to go over to Henry. I'm going to read you first what his, his issues are. And I do want to say, I do want to say to um, all of you that when I was talking with Henry back and forth in the emails, he he and I had some miscommunication issues, and I was had a really hard time to explain to him that. I wanted to know what he wanted me to work on, and I was just completely unable to be clear. Took two or three emails. He finally understood, but he he was coming back to me trying to explain why he's the causes for his unhappiness along those lines. And finally, I think I got my my verbal um, <laughs> uh, my articulation clear, and I said, "Okay, just give me you know an example." And I gave him a few examples. So he came back to me. And he said, oh, okay. It's like he finally, he got it. You know, I'm finally able to explain it to him. But what I love is I asked for one or two or maybe three or four, but he sent me a laundry list. And what I love about it is because he's owning that he has a laundry list of things that he really wants to fix. He wants to clear. He wants to heal, bring into a state of balance. And so okay, maybe I'm not going to get to the total laundry list. I don't know. We'll see where the higher self take us. But um, but I love that he wrote me the laundry list, that the inarticulate, you know, my being inarticulate, not being able to be clear enough what I needed from him to just give me that focus of attention for the healing. Um, he came back third to try with this laundry list and it's just so great because we all have laundry lists it's just so I don't know I just loved it I thought great now people out there will feel like they're part of a community where laundry lists is more the norm than the exception and so here's what Henry said he said um, okay low self-esteem most of my endeavors go sour. I feel I am jinxed. Uh, lack of courage and willpower, chronic lifelong poverty, poor memory, fogged and faulty decision-making, chronic poor health, low vitality, ADD, hidden autism, bad neck, back, lungs, sinuses, teeth, blood sugar, 
pessimism, many childhood accidents, and murder attempts on my life. Hostile, destructive parents and close relatives, poor mental health. I'm nearly 60 and have been single, jobless, poor, lonely for most of my lifetime. Well, okay, I bet every single one of you out there listening to this, your heart has just clenched a few degrees because this is tremendously, um, this laundry list is a really tough one. Uh, we may not all have this kind of laundry list, many elements uh, of them of this list and many more we could all have. But I have to say, uh, my heart just clenched when I read this list and I thought, wow, I really am hoping that we can begin to clear th- this pattern, uh, these patterns. I do want to make it clear that that these patterns are who he feels he is now, how he's felt in the past, how it's impacted him, his self-identities, his viewpoints and perspectives about him and his life. One of the things, we can't change the past, guys. Okay, he's had murder attempts on his life. We can't change that. What we can do, what these healings can do is take the the pain, the stigma, the sting, the uh destructive elements, the lack of self-worth, the the self-identities that tell us that we, you know, we're running out of control and our lives are a mess. Uh, I used to say all the time, you probably heard me, you know, I was an emotional basket case. That was the way, that was the self-identity that I described myself out for decades until I discovered this work. And what we can do here is we can't, as I said, we can't change the past, but what I want to do is I want to work it So the past can no longer um, hit him and make him miserable, make him depressed, make him uh, hook him into the emotional elements that he experienced during the events of this past, the pessimism and all of that. Uh, So let's see what we can do. Um, Henry, I'm going to speak to you. One of the callers did hang up. I'm thinking it might have been. Karen, so maybe 0627 is Henry. In any case, um, what I'm going to I'm going to sort of think that it might be, <laughs> uh, but Henry may not even listen live. I don't know. I'm not for sure. But in any case, guys, I would like you all to be working on yourselves too, on your laundry list, no matter what they are. Again, remember, we can't change the past, but we can heal its impact on us in the now, okay? That's what we can do. We can neutralize the the hooks, the emotional responses, the difficulties in many ways. So we want to go in there and do a major cleanup for, for Henry. And I'm encouraging, as I said, all of you listeners to do a major cleanup for yourselves. All right. We're still in a state of amalgamation, but I do want to just bring you back to the the concept and the feeling and the oneness with your pure soul essence, standing still as the uh, beacons around the rim of the wheel encased within the symbolic diamond representing the pure soul essence of the originating source or the originating source itself. It's not 
too important exactly what you think about it, but it's, it is there, it is present. We are in this incredibly powerful state of healing. And I want each and every one of us just for a moment to feel that power, to own that power. The higher selves used to say to us all the time that sitting in this room, we have enough power to change the world by tomorrow if we only understood and could accept and own that power. So that's where we want to go. We want to move to that place of acceptance of who we are. And again, it's not power in the negative sense. Again, it is power in the highest ideal and in accord with uh, divine will. All right, so we're back in the state of one accord. We're back in the state of cooperating with the pure soul essence that each of us is carrying and the originating source. And now I'm moving to the platform with Henry. I do see that Karen has moved off the platform. I wasn't sure if she would have moved off. I do believe she has disconnected from the call, but doesn't mean that she won't listen to the session again and utilize it again. We all have different um, timing in, in our lives. So in any case, I do see Henry very much present here. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, the image that's coming to me, the symbol that's coming to me, Henry, is you're sitting down <clears throat> on this platform and you're owning that full state of feeling horrible. There's vulnerability here. There's fear here. There's sense of being uh, hopeless and helpless, powerless, everything. It is just a symbol of despair that is deep and dark, and it's as if you, you don't see or feel the light that you created around yourself. You have such a dark cloud or darkness around you that you're sitting in constantly and chronically, and so the light is untouchable. It's, you're completely unaware of the light that you are. Now understand, this is you at the soul-mind level. It is not the you at the pure soul essence level or the true soul essence level. This is the you that we're coming to heal today. Now it doesn't mean that in your conscious mind you aren't aware of the light. Remember, I'm working at the more at the soul level and the symbol is representative of the you with all these issues that you have. And they are dark and uh difficult and they have it's based they're based on real experiences in many many lives not just this one and so what i i want to see where the higher selves are going to be leading me to here and what what i'm seeing is that they're creating an opening through the top of the darkness and that opening is it's kind of like a a tunnel or a um the, the divine light that you are, that you carry part of that beacon is now tunneling down or moving down through the darkness and connecting with who you are inside. And so symbolically, the light is moving through the darkness. Remember, when we're in this state, we bypass all the energetics, and that's exactly what the symbol is showing me, that this divine light that you are is moving into your pure soul essence area, it's bypassed the darkness and it's beginning to fill you up. Now, remember, you're already filled. 
but this is a symbol we're working on and we're trying to work with the darkness here and how to free of this energetic darkness that is just so painful and so i'm seeing the light symbolically moving in and i and i'm going to ask you henry whether you're listening live or you're listening after the fact i want you to feel and see that light move within and it's just at the first place where i see it going is it's really honing in right into the heart area and it's carrying a lot of love it's carrying a lot of uh strength and it's carrying a lot of I want to say enlightenment. I mean, it's light, so it's enlightening, but more in that knowing sense. It's as if it's bringing to you for the first time in a long time, it's bringing to you some understanding of the light. And you raised your head. You're experiencing it. The symbol is, you know, raising its head and you're experiencing it. And the light is just continuing to grow and continuing to uh, kind of, I want to say, bring space. There, it's, it's sort of pushing the energetics to the point where you can actually breathe. And I want to call in divine breath because it's as if you haven't been able to breathe with the burden Breathe in the fuller way, uh, symbolic way, with the burden of all the, the weight, all of this darkness that you've been carrying. So I, it feels like there's almost this breathing going on, divine breath, where you're, you're able to exercise that heart, that light. You're able to feel it. You're able to sense it. Uh, you're breathing now, and I want you to actually physically breathe in out in out and with each breath i want you to to sense the light expanding in through and around first just the physical body let's just start there and as it does so we're calling in divine health we're calling in divine healing divine balance Okay, and as you breathe, these energies are moving into the areas of the body, into the organ systems that are uh, compromised in some way. And we're bringing in divine circulation, divine respiration. And we're just going to, I just want you to continue to breathe in, out, in, out, whatever the rhythm is that you can feel or sense from that body and the light is filling i see it filling all of the body down into your arms and your legs your head your mouth it's affecting the teeth and the gums it's moving into all those organs it's moving into your joints it's moving everywhere in that physical body but i want it also to continue to move into the etheric bodies uh, it, it is anyway, but I'm putting it in consciousness because it's going to be neutralizing the aging patterns and the illness patterns, the physical difficulties, the physical uh, disabilities, the f- physical imbalances. It's going to move into that etheric smoke screen or that etheric dark gray burden and start to neutralize 
the the elements that you've carried from so many lives, Henry, it's really it's it, it's got a big job because there's a lot of suffering that is happening has happened to you in the past in your past lives and it's happening in the current life and I want you to just okay really begin okay I'm beginning to get issues of atonement there's uh, you feel really bad about yourself and there have been elements of your life in this life and certainly in other lives where you felt you had to atone in fact you are an extremely good person you have the purity of purpose and sincerity of motive you have always tried to be the best person you can be and yet you've taken on that you haven't been you've taken on that you are less than you've taken on that you you're a quote-unquote bad person there's just all these elements of lack of self-love and self-judgment and self-denigration and self-criticism and it's something we all have and so the, the light is moving into uh, absolutely neutralize as much of this as possible. And this also holds us stuck. It affects the physical body. Remember that our outer reality reflects perfectly what we carry at the energetic level, at the soul level. It mirrors it. We can't be bring in perfect health if at the energetic level we carry belief systems and uh, uh, that we're less than, that we are, are sick, we aren't healthy, we are, um, we're doomed in some way. And often when we feel, uh, to get back to the atonement thing, because that, you know, the higher selves are reminding me, we, we absolutely, sometimes when we feel bad about ourselves, we decide we're going to come in and make some sort of atonement. Now, I do feel the atonement issue has to do with your parents, but I'm not getting the information uh, as to why, whether or not, um, you know, we, for me to come out with some of that, I would have to have permission from all the souls involved. But there's something to do with your parents that you felt you needed to atone for. What I can't imagine, because as, as you indicated, they were very difficult parents. They were not necessarily the greatest parents in the world. Uh, maybe on the contrary, they were really not good at all. But I do feel some of this atonement issue has to do with the parents. And the problem with doing things to atone is it usually doesn't work because the real healing is the, is the self-forgiveness. And right now, that's what I want to call in. We can atone up, down, and forward, and a lot of times we still don't feel good about ourselves at the other end. Often what we come in to do for the atonement either doesn't work or it doesn't make any difference to the other person or... It doesn't make any difference to ourselves. We still feel like we're less than or we're bad people. So we, what, what I want to do is I want to bring in that self-forgiveness, divine forgiveness energy. Whew. You're taking that in like a thirsty man would drink water. Really, this is very powerful, this divine forgiveness. You've been looking, and it almost feels like you're feeling the energy as if it's a savior, as if you're being saved, literally. And I want to clarify that, it is, that it's energy that you carry. It isn't being given to you by anybody else, anything else. It is carried at the uh, pure soul essence level. We are empowering it with the originating source. And with that cooperation, that empowered forgiveness energy is moving in through and around the totality of who you are 
both at the physical level and the etheric level, it is not only neutralizing the lack of forgiveness, the misunderstandings that you've taken on over eons of lives, the misunderstandings that you're uh, either a weak person or a, um, yeah, weak was one of the ones you said. It's a complete misunderstanding the, that you're weak, that you're bad, that you're less than, that you're incompetent, that you, yada, yada, yada. And so I see it just, again, this pulsing out into the energetic field, that dark, dark, burdensome, dark energy that you've been carrying with you for a long time at the soul level and the mind level. So let's just keep moving that out, this self-forgiveness. And I'm really heartened because you stood up. It was, it's as if that burden that you've been carrying around, that dark uh, burden is absolutely shifted enough that you see that the weight has gotten light enough that you feel you can actually stand up because for a while it, when you came in, it was so heavy, you couldn't even manage to stand. It was so, so much weight on you physically, emotionally, psychologically. It was just exhausting. It, and it was exhaustion, just exhaustion. It is part, or it was part of the foggy brain thing. It was, it's part of the lack of energy. It's part of the depression. So many of the issues that you wrote to me, so much of the laundry list has to do with this energetic field, which it always does. This is exactly what is for everyone. And I'm so hoping that all the listeners are really addressing the totality of the energetic field. We do not need to go in one issue at a time. We can do it just like I'm doing it with Henry. We can do it multiple issues. We can, we can do it one issue at a time, but we can also do multiple issues. We don't have to understand exactly where and how all these issues got to be part of our energetic field. Um, the higher selves are definitely moving to a more general approach to these healings. They want us to address more stuff quicker, faster, and more accelerated rate. Uh, and that is exactly where this these healings are moving to addressing more of the energetic field. And this is why it's a perfect healing today. And I appreciate so much, Henry, that you are, you've brought this forward for us. Okay. Now I'm just watching the energy process. There's a new sense here of beingness. It's as if there's a new awareness here because the this darkness that you've carried it was such such heavy blinder. It was very difficult to see the world in any other way or to see yourself in any other way. But it's as if you're now looking around. I want to call on divine vision, divine perspective, uh, divine viewpoint, divine insight. And I want all of those energies to work together to help clear even more the blinders that you've carried, the, the essence of the self-identities that, that you've taken on. And, and I want to call on to divine love. I want to bring that divine love in so that you can begin to... Now, divine love carries... Uh, love of the self and love of others. 
acceptance of the self, acceptance of others, and forgiveness of the self, and forgiveness of others. It's a extremely powerful energy, and I want that also to be pulsing in through and around the totality of who you are, addressing and neutralizing all elements uh, that you carry, all those energetics that don't match it, to, to clear again as much as we can. We want to bring in the divine, divine sense of uh, self, the divine sense of wholeness, the divine sense of acceptance, the divine sense of who you truly are. And in this particular case, the higher selves are indicating they want me to call in divine hope. There's been this real deep wells of hopelessness here. And the divine hope will begin to neutralize and dissolve those wells of hopelessness because you, like all of us, we've led such very difficult lives, a lot of suffering, a lot of lives where we had no way to change our fate, whatever it was, or change whatever happened to us. I don't really want to call it fate, but you know what I'm saying. And so we take on in lifetime after lifetime, many times often in each life, this sense of hopelessness. And so here the higher selves are indicating to me we want to bring in divine hope. And divine hope is well, it's already there. Remember, I say bring in, but I really mean activate it. We are standing in that center of that brilliant light. We are activating the hope that you already carry, that divine hope. It is being empowered from the originating source because we are absolutely cooperating with that originating source energy. And that hope energy is just filling the totality of your beingness. And I do want to explain that divine hope is not only a very powerful uh, energy, but it, we always work, use it with the energy of faith. And I'll explain that in a minute. But first, I want to infuse this divine hope. Not only is it neutralizing it, not only is it filling you and enabling you to feel and sense the, the idea of hope. And in some ways, it's the first time in this life that you've had a sense of hope this deep. I hope you have it at the conscious level, but you certainly are getting it at the at the soul level. I can it's just very beautiful, very intense, and you're drinking it in again like a thirsty man would drink in water. It is very palpable and I want to infuse into hope the idea of joy in this life, abundance in this life, uh, success and work in this life, partner in this life, relationships in this life. Just these general concepts for you, not the details of, of how they're going to unfold or how they're going to manifest in the life. But now that I've infused those elements into the hope, the hope that you're carrying, I'm going to activate and empower divine faith. Divine faith is a very powerful energy. It works always with hope. And it's the energy that manifests all that is hoped for. So it is moving in through and around the totality of your beingness, empowering all that is hoped for in order to help manifest it out into your 
outer reality and your inner reality because joy is an inner feeling. So it is going to help manifest it both within and without. And I'm going to call also on divine material balance. And I see that immediately coming up through your feet. It is the energy you already carry, but it's carried by the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. It is uh, manifesting from the abstract to the concrete, both in finances and every other way, manifesting success, always in a balanced manner, manifesting our gifts and talents, manifesting relationships, again, always in a balanced manner. And I want to just even empower more all that we've infused into that hope for you. Okay, it's it's really powerful. Um, we can also add, I want to put divine health. I can't remember if I had divine, or if I put health in the hoped thing, but we want health in there too. I'm seeing a reverberation in through and around the totality of the physical body. It's as if your arms and legs are beginning to vibrate. I've never really seen this exactly the same way before, but it's as if there's a lot of vibration, a lot of tingling, a lot of uh, penetration and permeating of the energies into the physical body. I want to call on the... The higher self don't use the cocoon energy. Uh, I, they they probably use it, but it hasn't come into my consciousness much over the last few weeks. But I do feel in this case that it's important to call in that cocoon energy for you simply because this energetic shift has been really big. And it's almost as if you're having some sort of, I don't know, I don't know. I don't even want to call it anything, but it's like the the it's like when you stand up when you've sat on your foot for so long and it's you know it sort of hurts and tingles because you have pins and needles or whatever you want to call it. But it's more than that. It's it's ex- exaggerated. It's almost like you're un you know controllably vibrating and and shaking. It doesn't look scary. It doesn't look bad or like you're ill in any way. What it looks like is that it's intense and absolutely mind-blowing because you've taken in so much of this energy, Henry. I'm really proud of you. You've really utilized so much of what's been provided, what you at the soul level have given yourself. There is still fear here. I want to work on that, and I'm asking you to just call in the light, the light of self-connection, light of self-worth, the light of courage, the light of understanding, uh, whatever. I want to pull that out to allow you to let go of and uh, neutralize the fears. There's a lot of fear that you're going to fail. There's a lot of fear of failing here, that that there's so much of desire to change your life and there's so much worry that it won't happen. It's this almost this dread that you're going to find out that you've failed again, that, you know, nothing 
nothing can change your life. And I want you to understand that one healing isn't going to turn it upside down 180 degrees. What you're doing is, in this healing, is you're really starting a huge, uh, taking a big step forward, and that you need to continue the internal focus to continue with this processing, continue to peel away the layers and more layers and more layers after that. You can listen to this healing over and over again, and each time you do, even though I say the same things, you can always pause it and work on any other area you're aware of. You can, or not, you don't have to pause it. You can just simultaneously be be releasing or letting go or bringing in whatever divine energies, whether I say it or not. You can utilize this healing over and over again, and you're going to get deeper and deeper and deeper uh, releases, more and more blinders. And this is a way you can be an active participant in healing yourself. This you are someone who does that in the, some of the emails back and forth with you. You did indicate a lot of things you're trying, a lot of things you're, so you're actively engaged in trying to shift your life pattern. So that tells me I'm talking to the choir. I, I'm just encouraging you to process and use this healing, this process. You don't have to listen to the healing. After you hear it the second time, you may have the process completely set in your mind and then you're, standing putting gas in your car you can start to do the process you're you're um you know standing in the grocery line or you're waiting for um somebody in some store to make you a sandwich or you're you've ordered a something and you know you're eating out by yourself and while you're waiting for the waitress to come back with your food you can do this process i'm or at least become one with the in the purest, most perfect, most personal and potent point of power, that pure soul essence. And with that, I'm getting the indication that the healing for you, Henry, is winding down. You do have the cocoon energy there, that, that energy that helps you to continue the healing even though this session on the radio is done and it also helps acclimate you to the great shift that's gone on in your energetic field uh, if you do have some sort of feelings of tiredness or not feeling well or no energy or whatever you might experience that's, that's exaggerated or out of the norm or whatever just understand that it would have been worse without the cocoon energy you have gone through a tremendous amount of healing, so there is a chance you could feel something. Uh, I, but when you come out the other side, you are going to feel in some way there's going to be more inner strength, more inner awareness, more inner feeling of empowerment and certainly hope. And, uh, you know, please, if you have any questions or any concerns, do send me an email. This goes for both Karen and Henry and anybody else. Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Just know that my heart is just completely there for each and every one of you. And I have to absolutely, again, thank Henry for stepping forward. Despite our miscommunication, it led to the best place, where exactly where it should have led. And it's helped not only him, but it's going to help all the other listeners and it's going to help me. It gives me um, a big window to see 
again and again that the higher selves are addressing the totality of the patterns rather than one issue or three issues at a time. It is really enabling me to understand that we don't have to go one by one, that we don't have to, uh, I mean, we certainly can. If we have a huge issue in our life and that's the overriding thing, go for it. Work on that one issue. But if we have this laundry list and they're all bad, they're all difficult, you know, go for healing all of them. It's just absolutely important um, to, for me to understand it. Again, it's an expansion for me. It enables me to see where these healings are going. That was the indication that I've had. But now it's, it's absolutely in sharp focus for me. And so I just really, really appreciated Henry stepping forward because it enables all of the listeners, myself as well, to move to a more expanded level of understanding and processing. And my just my deep, deep desire is that you begin to feel some changes and are motivated to continue with the work. Uh, again, you can combine it with anything else you do. Uh, if you're doing yoga or you're going to, um, you know, any kind of healing thing, whether it's a physical therapy or the dentist or Whatever you're doing physically, whatever you're doing uh, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, do the amalgamation first, and it's going to bring that whole process into a much higher state of positive effect for you, enhancing and accelerating whatever the help, because there's so much out there to help us, but we want to process it from inside. So we bring in the... We bring in the the oneness with the pure soul essence and the originating source, and then we can do whatever else that we're doing in our lives, whether we're doing some sort of healing modality or whether we're just going through, you know, whatever else we do, our jobs and what that kind of thing. So, okay. With that, I really uh, want to thank everybody again. I love the show. I appreciate it so much. I We'll see you guys or talk with you guys next week. And thank you for being part of the community. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being part of the community. Again, email me. I keep saying this, janetatjanetrichman.com, if you uh, have anything to say. Okay? All right. Well, with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Have a wonderful week. Until next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.